Aloha and welcome everyone to another Paradigm Shift Circle discussion. Today's topic is how do we balance our mental health? My name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, welcoming you into this week's Circle discussion, which again, we do as a regular routine here within the Paradigm Shift Central community. And this is about being able to create voice-only conscious conversations facilitated to be able to help give us the opportunity to be able to connect into our hearts, to be able to practice sharing from our hearts, to be able to support each other as conscious community and to be able to have uh, meaningful, inspirational and paradigm shifting conversations. So we do these live through the Discord and on YouTube and they're every Wednesday at 4 p.m. EDT, 1 p.m. PDT. For those of you listening to this in the future on YouTube or even on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio, know that you can join in for future discords by clicking the link in the, uh, by clicking, by joining in on the Discord and by participating on the Discord. And uh, yeah, all the links are available through YouTube and on Spotify, all the past episodes. Feel free to check that out and we'll get right into today's topic. I'll just go over some basic guidelines and we got a good crew with us already to be able to start off the conversation. We've got Fascinating Fair, we've got Campton, we've got Wheezy, we've got David, aka Motivational Speaker, uh, we've got Pin Oak Rising, aka Kristen, and we've got a few more people that we're going to be bringing up as we go. So just as to be able to start things off with a basic intention setting for the circle, and then I'll share and then we'll get right into it. And uh, yeah, thank you again, everyone so much for joining in. And here we go. Thank you everyone for joining today's Paradigm Shift Circle. Before we get started, here are a few guidelines and reminders. Paradigm Shift Circles are an intentional sacred digital space created to host inspirational conscious conversations to nurture our spirit and build community. Circles are, circles are sometimes recorded, this one is. At the end of the circle, we'll take a screenshot for those of you in the Discord server. Please respect the instructions of the facilitators of the circle. Please respect the intention of the space. Please respect your fellow members. You are welcome to simply listen <clears throat> or to speak in the circle. To step on stage and speak in the circle, please use the hand raise button and wait to be brought on stage by a facilitator. Once on stage, please wait for the facilitator's prompt to speak. If you are already on stage and wish to speak, speak next. Please blink your microphone by clicking the mute and unmute button a few times and wait for the facilitator's prompt. Circles generally go up to the top of the hour. We will conclude with gratitude at five minutes of the hour. Please tell your friends and invite others who may be interested. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have not already, please feel free to check out our, our Patreon membership where you can join as a leading member in the community to be able to get access to additional support and events as well. And thank you so much for joining and contributing. For those of you on YouTube, do me a favor and drop an 1111 in the chat for those of you on any platform as well. And uh, yeah, we'll get right into it. So. This week's topic, how do we balance our mental health? Now, the inspiration behind doing this topic is also relative to the fact that at the time of the recording, this is actually mental, mental illness and health awareness week. So it's a very relative topic and, and one that's kind of like within the uh, within the, within like the collective hive mind of, of many people. And I think, again, you know, when it comes to this topic, it's an important one to always be able to bring it back to and, and obviously we'll be able to talk about it from a relative perspective of you know bridging in our own personal experiences as spiritual seekers and however we choose to go about experiencing this life and sharing our experiences of it but again you know this really goes down to like the basics of what it means to be a human being so for me how do we balance our mental health i'll just share from my own personal experience and then from there i'll pass over to uh to one of the other speakers and whoever would like to go next just go ahead and blink your mic and then we'll just create a little bit of a cue as we go here so whoever feels called that they want to go next i will pass over to campton then from there we'll pass over to whoever wants to go next after that and again just blink your mic at any point and i'll do my best to be able to cue you up so with this how do we balance our mental health? Again, you know, I think it's it's a great question to even just kind of take a step back and to just be able to think, what is mental health? And and so 
when we think of health, oftentimes we're, we're relating it to the, the concept of maybe some sort of equilibrium, some sort of balance, some sort of harmony, something that is less chaotic, if, if we're thinking about it that way. But the nature of, of health in itself is a spectrum. It's an experience. <clears throat> and the whole idea of balancing mental health is, is with the understanding and the anticipation that our health will sway. It will kind of like go this way. <clears throat> Excuse me. It will go this way and it will go that way. And I think in terms of balancing our mental health, a big part of it has to do with the conscious awareness of being able to identify when things may feel like they need a little bit of a balancing, but at the same time, not not like resisting the experiences that we're still going through as well. Like having balanced mental health doesn't mean never being sad, never being angry, never being frustrated or anything like that. It's more so the journey of, you know, the conscious awareness of being able to observe your mental health and be able to notice those times where perhaps the the balance is kind of like it's like whoa okay it's going a little bit this way like and then at that point i think it's great to be able to to get curious like why am i feeling why am i feeling frustrated why am i feeling sad and to be able to see those experiences where you know any of the emotions that we have are messengers so i'll just share real quick because i know there's a lot a lot of wisdom to be able to, to get into with the collective here in the circle and for me how do how do i balance my mental health a lot of it time and time again like Physical movement for me has always been such a such an important thing. I, I find that if there are days where like I'm just feeling like sad about whatever, oftentimes like the physical movement is usually like such an important thing for just being able to to at least like get me back into some sort of state where I guess things do feel like a little bit more balanced or or at least the the energy feels a little less coagulated. Cause I think a lot of times uh, our mental health is also the relationship of the energy that we're we're carrying and sometimes that energy can build up and build up and build up and that build up of energy that mental and that emotional energy uh it, it stays in the body so so i think you know for for us to simply approach mental health from the perspective of somatic somatic therapy body movement um to me is one great way of how we can continue to balance it but obviously there are many 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 other ways so enough for me let's keep passing the talking stick around we got a lot of wisdom to be able to share here we'll pass it over to campton and then who would like to be able to go after campton just go ahead and blink your mic now and we'll pass it over to whoever would like to go we'll pass it over to faye after campton and then from there we'll just keep going around the circle so uh with that said campton when you're ready please feel free to unmute your microphone and share a bit how do how do we balance our mental health and just any anything related to mental health in general that you feel called to share welcome campton Thank you, Brendan, and thanks for setting everything up beautifully and providing us this platform to talk about these very important stigmatized topics. Um, let me just take a deep breath here. Um, my heart's kind of beating fast for some reason. Okay, so my name is Campton, and for the majority of my life, I've suffered from chronic mental illness, um, depression, suicidality, um, and psychosis. Um, and you know, my approach to this was mastering the brain. How can I figure out how to operate this machinery i had to look at it like from the perspective of, of the laws of physics rather than strict, strictly spiritual and it ended up leading into a spiritual awakening i realized that i could affect my body and it would affect my mind and can accumulate permanent changes within my paradigm that's something i became obsessed with is how quickly can i practice this skill and enter a new paradigm where something that was difficult for me became easy and the more that i did that the more i realized that our perception of easy and hard is really tied to our identity. And it's kind of this, I don't know, halfway kind of concept. So for me, um, I, I became obsessed with the fact that our personality, our identity is a series is like a three, it's a 3d model of protein in our brain synaptic pathways that link up to each other. 
and the thickest of these pathways becomes the default of what we are. So every time that you repeat a mental action, you're creating one of these pathways or firing down a similar pattern to the intention that you had had before the synaptic firing. So you have to, if you want to like reprogram your brain, you have to catch the automatic firings of an old self and then replace them with a notion of a new one. You know, we all have a higher logic uh, within us. We all have the answers inside and listening to these answers is the hardest, hardest thing to do. And it's, it's simple, but not easy, right? And the ego or the psychological complex hates the things that are simple because it's gotten good at justifying a lifetime of being broken. So that's literally all of all that you have in your brain. That's the only computer that you have is coming up with how to justify your pain and suffering. So there's also the stigma around, you know, like pharma and things like that. Here, take this pill. It'll fix the chemical imbalance in the brain uh, attributed to depression. It's genetic. You're, you're screwed. Here's a pill, right? Um, but really, the chemical imbalance in the brain is caused from overfiring the fight or flight um, response with the prefrontal cortex, right? You're, these, this is where anxiety comes from. It's a pseudo malfunction of the fight or flight response because we're using the brain to initiate that, but we're caught in this identity. Okay, so it feels like we are the anxiety. It feels like we are all these negative characteristics. But that's only because the, the illusion is faster than our ability to change it. So we have to get really good at noticing something that's incongruent with the higher logic that we already have and repeat that enough so that it becomes the dominant neurology of our existence, essentially. And that's where the challenge of mental health comes in is because you're always fighting against that. You're always fighting against the automatic firings of an old self. and and developing mindfulness and the and sustaining the belief in the in the possibility to change is is also um, incredibly difficult and especially because our culture has stigmatized all of these topics and and it judges people for their state of mind but really if we all like uplifted each other then we would all be okay we would all win right so if you're not loving you're not winning you're fighting for the the wrong side you're fighting for falsehood so I mean, I guess that's the gist. I'll, I'll pass it over so I don't take up the air too much. My main point is really to affect your mental health, you want to look at the body and the brain and treat it as a science experiment. What can I logically, physically do to my body that will alter the state of my psychology and my chemistry? And then notice that effect and believe in that and therefore collect proof of how to progress and exist. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Campton. And we'll, we'll just keep things rolling along here. There's, uh, again, a lot of wisdom to be able to share. So thank you again to, to everyone joining in, uh, to those of you listening in on YouTube. And uh, with that said, we'll pass it over to Faye. Faye, if you would like to go next, please feel free to unmute your microphone. And um, after that, we'll, I'll get a scope on who wants to go after that as we get going. Um, actually, real quick, who wants to go after Faye? Just blink your microphone real quick. And then I'll know ahead of time, David, I'll pass it over to you. And then Pino was flashing. For yeah, e either, either or. And again, if you guys have to leave early, just go ahead and let me know. Uh, once we've kind of gone through people on the panel, we'll bring up some more people as well. So Faye, with that said, thank you for joining in. This is a, a, your first paradigm shift circle. Happy to be able to have you here. And when you're ready, again, just practicing sharing from your heart. Take a breath if you want to start. How do we balance our mental health? Welcome, Faye. Awareness. First, becoming aware that there is an imbalance in the mental health. A lot of times we will bypass that we're out of balance with excuses, saying it's, you know, I'm working too much, I'm not sleeping enough, it's ascension symptoms. A lot of times we need to become aware that sometimes it could be you're giving too much or you're burning out, and that's throwing an imbalance into your body. 
So by becoming aware that there is an imbalance in the body, you can begin balancing the body. You can't balance the body if you're not aware that you're out of balance. So when you're dealing with a lot of physical ailments, physical symptoms, um, depression, anxiety, um, becoming aware of what that feels like, what that looks like, where that represents itself, things that trigger that can help you heal from that and help you move through those experiences. So if you find that certain things trigger a, a reaction, an anxiety reaction, or um, certain feelings or experiences that you don't want to be having, you have to be aware of why you're having that reaction. So um, finding the root of what is ca causing the imbalance can help you begin to balance it. So how can I use an example? A lot of times, I'll use myself as an example. A lot of times when I would try to drive or do anything that required me to drive, I would have an anxiety reaction. And one of the things that I've had to learn is why do I have that reaction? Where does it come from? And how can I work towards healing that reaction? So the first thing I had to do was every time I would get into a car, I would have to check in with myself. I'd have to check in with my body. I'd have to check in with my feelings. What emotion, what emotion am I having right now? Where am I feeling this in my body? And then ask yourself, why? Why are you having this reaction? Why are you having this emotion? And as you ask yourself questions, this is part of checking in with yourself, asking yourself questions, why you feel a certain way, why certain things are triggering you in certain ways. This is how you become more and more aware of where you're out of balance. Um, so if you're having, if you're finding a pattern that you're having anxiety attacks when you're going through a certain thing and it's always the same thing, there's a reason for that, for that trigger. And this is almost always connected to a trauma, whether it's from this life or another life, sometimes multiple lives. But by understanding that that imbalance is coming from a trauma, you can start healing yourself from that trauma, therefore bringing yourself into balance. Um, just like the previous speaker had, had spoken about the synapses in the brain and how we have default reactions based on, on things that we repeat over and over and over again. So if you're always having a panic attack or an anxiety attack when you're doing the same situation, you're constantly re reaffirming to yourself that that is the reaction you're supposed to have when you're going through that situation. So by becoming aware, like this is a reaction that I have every time I'm in this situation, how can I change this reaction? How can I change the way that I feel, the way that I react to this situation? Sometimes you can't always see how to do it right in the beginning. You have to go through the process of healing first. So you have to become aware of where the, where the trauma is that's creating that reaction. And by becoming aware of the trauma, you can start working towards healing that trauma. And then as you work towards healing that trauma, you can work towards changing the reaction to that situation by changing the pathways of your brain and the way that it reacts to that. Every time you get in a car, your heart starts racing. You, you start going through different, you know, different physical symptoms of anxiety or pa panic attack by becoming aware that this is a reaction based on something that's on a default program that I don't want to experience anymore. Ask yourself, why do I have this reaction? Is this connected to a trauma? Is this connected to something that happened to me when I was a kid? Is this connected to something that I'm aware of from a past life? Is this, you know, this is this something that I've had dreams or nightmares about? Because sometimes our dreams and our even our nightmares can can give us information to where we're holding trauma or pain or you know imbalances within the mind and body and the soul. So this is part of checking in with the self and, and one of the best ways you can you can heal yourself from 
uh, imbalances within the mind programming. So our, mind, our, our minds are like computers. So when you have a computer program that's out of date, it's not going to work as well with your operating system if you've upgraded the operating system. So you have to go back and see the programs that are out of date and fix the root cause of whatever program, whatever it is that needs to be healed or updated. Um, just kind of, kind of tune in and see what else. Um, this is my first time speaking, so I'm a little nervous, and that's one of my own things. Like, um, so one of the reasons why I understand mental health so well is because I've gone through it a lot myself. I've had to deal with a lot of anxiety. I get really nervous. Um, I tend to have a lot of fear connected to doing things wrong. And I know that that's all connected to trauma from when I was younger. And so that's some of the stuff that I've been working through. One of the ways that I've kind of developed kind of working through that is by trying to understand exactly what I need to do and what steps I need to take in order to get to the result. So some people can call that over preparing, but is what it is, is it creates a little bit of a comfort zone. And sometimes it's important to have a little bit of a comfort zone, but it's also important to know when you're staying stuck in that comfort zone. If you're stuck in that comfort zone and you're not going out and experience anything outside that comfort zone, you're going to continue playing loops over and over into your reality. So comfort zones can be healthy if it, if it helps you get from one place to another, but you also have to know when to be able to kind of step your foot out of that comfort zone. So that's part of mental health as well if you stay stuck in always a comfort zone you're never going to experience expansion in this life because you're going to keep recircling within that comfort zone well Faye, Faye thank you so much any any just um closing notes on that and then we'll keep passing it around and we can bring it back to you when you're ready anything else you want to add in real quick before um, we pass over no, no i think that's it thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Is there a clap? Funk? Like, can I clap? We blink. I, 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 there should be. I know, right? Because we already got the blink microphone. Yeah, I mean, blink, really blink your microphones is even just to show appreciation. And for those of you on YouTube, drop those eleven elevens as well. And and we'll, we'll include the link for anyone who speaks today. We'll we'll also include their Instagram, so uh, you guys can also connect um, with Faye. Faye's one of our, our newer Patreon supporters, one of our newer leading members, and uh, Seraphine Faye four four four. And you'll find the link for that in the YouTube as well, and you'll see her around. I'm sure. So. Faye, thank you again for sharing. And uh, we'll keep things rolling along here. David, we'll pass it over to you. Thank you so much for joining in. And then from there, uh, Kristen, Weezy, and pass it over to you Either or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's cool with you guys, I wasn't sure if one of you had to leave early. So, <laughs> David, you got, you got it. Go for it. Okay. David, I, I think it's you. So whenever you're ready and welcome to that. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, so mental health. Um... <laughs> I, it seems to be my experience that, um, as it stands in, in, um, maybe in human history, we seem to know more information than, uh, humans have been kind of had access to in a very long time, right? It, um, the proliferation of things like the internet, the amount of information that we can carry has. I don't know, changed exponentially even in the last 50 years in a way that I'm sure many people never thought possible. So when it comes to something like mental health, um, I think we're really lucky that we have a, uh, a ton of resources. Uh, I know speaking personally um, and maybe 
generalizing a bit for the black community a lot of the time mental health things are, are not really there's a there's a stigma around it even more so than in other cultures and not it's not tend, it doesn't tend to be things that people will bring up or talk about or even know about for the most part a lot of it is uh, an ignorance of that and so uh getting older i spent uh, a lot of time being curious around the aspects of uh, things surrounding mental health um, and i think a lot of that has maybe been covered already so uh, i'm going to maybe take this in a different direction um, so i'm looking at the uh the circle here and i'm sure that everyone and i'm almost 100 percent sure that everybody in the um the circle knows that uh, yoga yeah, to some degree means union right it means oneness coming together and so when it comes to mental health i'm always um kind of a proponent of taking care to see the whole i find that a lot of the time what tends to cause confusion or the sort of biblical babble as it were um is when we become over identified with one aspect of the body more so than another when we give all of our attention and care to one aspect of the body um there is definitely a uh a connection between right the physical body and maybe the mental body and specifically i'm a big fan of the vedantic koshas or their five-layered self or maybe another way people have heard it is the tantric five-layered self and in it they have um a, a model where the body is separated into five bodies. The physical body, the food body, or anamaya kosha, energy body, pranamaya kosha, emotional body, manamaya kosha, uh, your wisdom body, um, which escapes me, and the bliss body, which is anandamaya kosha. Um, and each of these, are all kind of a Russian nesting doll, like sitting on top of each other and they affect each other. The deeper we go, the closer to the bliss body we go, the more change tends to happen. And so it's been my experience that um, through having a spiritual practice that is all encompassing one that is based in yoga we are able to go a bit deeper and in doing so in finding alignment with these deeper layers of self uh, the more physical layers which will be the physical energy and emotional bodies are affected uh, almost exponentially. Now, this isn't to say that um, taking care from a sort of perspective of uh, taking care of your body isn't useful 
also noticing uh, triggers, so on and so forth as they come up. But what I find that when I get to work with people um, is a lot of the time we will isolate our awareness on trying to fix, stop, and change. When the mind, when we have become so identified with our physical existence, it kind of inadvertently creates this paradigm of I'm broken, how do I fix my mental health? Uh, for by and large, the Western uh, medicine, the way that they we approach things is incredibly physically based. Uh, and a lot of it, there's there's very little knowledge of the deeper layers of self and the effect that has on the body. So um, what can happen when we are so sort of physically identified is we can, through no fault of our own, inadvertently over-identify with an aspect of the physical body as if it were primary. I don't have a choice because of this physical thing that is the way things are made up. And then uh, if we're lucky, a lot of the time people will, you know, maybe <laughs> go to like a spiritual practice or something and go, okay, well, you know, this is extra. But at the end of the day, what is primary to me is this sort of physical limitation that I've imposed on myself, that I've been told is the, the way that I'm built. But in truth, right, it seems that this body that we have tends to be built from inside out. Um, from a more esoteric standpoint, right, we, we all come from the feminine, the unseen. It seems to be some sort of universal principle. And so for me, it stands to reason that becoming more curious and available to those deeper layers is a very useful way to go. Now, from a very practical sense, I don't think, I think there can be a uh, simultaneously a tendency to ignore our physical, the physical aspects of things um, in favor of some sort of transcendental spiritual bypassing not admonishing that either. Uh, if anything, I'm a fan of kind of doing both things at once, attacking it from both directions. But I find that being available to sort of attack it from both directions requires a, a an amount of healthy skepticism to what I think that I know for certain about the nature of the physical body, which I know creates challenges for people. Um, but I think it can be incredibly useful to remain uh, more open, skeptical, and curious about um, air quotes here, what we think we know from things like uh, the where science is now. And uh, this isn't some kind of weird science deny type thing, just uh, 
I like to constantly remind folks that I think it's really useful to um, remember that the totality of who you are is not just the physical aspects or your mental aspects into um, like Campton said, experiment and go deeper because uh, those deeper layers of self will yield uh, powerful results. Thanks. Awesome. David, <clears throat> excuse me, David, thank you so much, man. Love being able to, again, just bring so much, so many amazing people in here with a lot of wisdom to be able to share. So we'll, we'll just keep things rolling here. And as we do, we'll just keep an eye on the time. So we'll go up till about the top of the hour and um, Pinoak, uh, if you'd like to go next, and then Wheezy, if you'd like to go next, uh, Dancer Knee, we'll, we'll bring you up on stage now. And then uh, anybody else from the audience, as uh, as we are moving through the speakers, if you'd like to be able to raise your hand and uh, jump on before we conclude the event to conclude the circle. Uh, again, please feel free to raise your hand if you're in the audience. We'll just keep mind again, we'll just be mindful of the time. So for anybody here, again, just... Um, Practicing sharing from your heart while also just aiming to be relatively concise and then we'll go through at least everybody one more time And the one thing I was going to recommend for everybody here again, it's it's great sharing from our experience I'd love to be able to encourage anybody to be able to practice uh, sharing any practical insight and Things that have worked for them in terms of how do you how do you balance your mental health? What does that look like? What are your go-to things again? You know earlier on I mentioned uh, just like the physical movement for me being so so important and and we've already been talking here about you know being able to have multiple perspectives on it from both like the the neuroscience as well as the philosophical and the spiritual perspective and i think it's all of those um again you know I, one of the things i'll just say that for me a great thing about that helps me balance my mental health uh, is community, having someone to talk to, having a space where I can go, where again, we're destigmatizing it. And <clears throat> it's okay for us to be able to acknowledge that, you know, there are going to be days where things are not as pleasant as we might hope them to be. But oftentimes out of those days, you know, that in itself creates like this bridge of empathy that allows us to be able to connect in new ways as humans to one another. So, you know, is the fact that our mental health is this waxing and waning thing that allows us to be able to to continue to practice holding space for each other through the empathetic experiences that we gain from those. Julia, I can see you raising your hand. I'm going to bring you up on stage now. And again, we'll just kind of go through the speakers. So uh, Dan Sunu and Julia, we'll bring you up as we keep going here. Pinoak, we'll pass it over to you. If we go a little bit past the hour, that's totally fine, but I won't be able to go too much more past the hour, but we'll make sure we can go around at least one more time for everybody here. So Pinoak, when you're ready, please feel free to join right in. And for everybody here, please join me in welcoming Pinoak. So when you're ready, Kristen, go ahead. Hello, beautiful souls. I just wanted to start by extending my gratitude for all of the beautiful wisdom and perspectives that have been shared. And uh, I just wanted to say that it's really special to be able to share spaces like these. This, you know, this is it. This is for me how, you know, connecting and, and being able to support my mental health is being able to find spaces where we can share from our heart, share the wisdom we've learned, our experiences, our, you know, wisdom with one another, and to be able to hold space to be received or to receive someone else, I think is such a blessing. And so I just wanted to share my gratitude for the space. And then, yeah, as far as like tips and tricks, I uh, personally have a lot of different tools that I like to have in my tool belt to keep in mind for, you know, understanding that our healing journey is not linear, right? And some days we may, you know, be able to have some things that work great. Like we have a morning routine, we have a, 
a stretching exercise. We do our yoga or our qigong or meditation practices. And these are all amazing. And they're so helpful, especially if you're someone that, um, you know, does have that tendency to maybe overthink or um, have anxiety or depression. And, and I think that the important part, too, is holding space for um, the expression of the emotions rather than trying to deny their existence or change them or tell yourself like, no, I can't feel sad right now, or it's not okay to be angry, but rather like holding space for yourself for those emotions to just be whatever they need to be. Understanding that our emotions are really just teachers trying to show us, you know, where we may need a little bit more love in our life. And so, um, you know, it can be difficult and it looks all kinds of different ways. I know for me, it can be like, you know, crying or dancing or, you know, body movement. Um, sometimes it can be vocalizing, being able to speak or, or yell or make noises. Um, mantra tones are super great. Um, yeah, breath work is an amazing tool if you're looking to, you know, find something that's really simple and easy to access. If you can remember to do it, you can also set reminders on your phone. Or they have lots of apps for that now, too, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I think the important thing when, when working with our mental health and the different ways that we want to be able to support ourselves is to really be able to not hold judgment over what our journey looks like and where we're at on our path, because it's okay for you to have a totally different experience than the person around you while still being able to connect and understand where each other are. And I can just bring that back to like the spaces right here and, and the magic of, of what we're doing in, in the moment, being able to hold space for that. So that's, that's my share. I'm really excited to hear everyone else's input and thank you so much for the space. Thank you. Thank you again, Kristen, AKA Pinot Rising on, uh, on Instagram and everywhere else. Um, I'll just say this and I'll pass over to Wheezy, you know, within the discussion that we're having here, it's interesting because there's people within the community and, 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 and I'm just kind of planting the seed here to give you guys a little bit of, you know, like things that we've been talking about behind the scenes that's on the horizon and Wheezy, if you want to talk a bit more about this, that's totally fine. Um, but again, you know, even just, I think back to like couple years ago, the term neurodivergent wasn't really a word that I remember hearing people use. And, and now it's actually becoming much more common. And, and I think that's incredibly meaningful because, you know, now that we're, we're not shying away from the idea of being able to talk about mental health, now we're starting to be able to understand it a little bit better. And, and the term neurodivergent, again, you know, I, others could talk better about it than I could. But again, as, as a generic term for basically, you know, noting the fact that there are different people who perceive and experience reality in different ways their brain will literally work in different ways and 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 i think again you know as much as we are all different people it, it's important to be able to like honor the uniqueness of who we are and so like a, a person who is neurodivergent they are they're not you know lesser than by any means in, in terms of how back in the day we would almost think like oh oh neurodivergent you know you you mean like someone who is like mentally disabled or, or a retard like again you know you don't hear those terms anymore um but and, and again and i use that term retard in the way how like it used to be used back in the 90s and stuff like that but now to be able to say like oh you know like like i i know so many people who are neurodivergent and 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 those people are some of the most like inspiring creative and inspirational minds that i know and so it's interesting to even just, you know, in terms of how we balance our mental health, it's a being able to identify and, and again, creating those spaces, um, which again, Wheezy, whether we talk about it today or another time where a lot of us have been kind of talking about like, oh, like, 
you know, creating those intentional spaces within community, within Paradigm Shift Central and other communities linked to it, like that are actually fostered for the discussion for neurodivergence. That for me is actually something really, really cool. So um, I think, again, you know, being able to to internally and externally be able to remove any sort of shame and to be able to, to be like, OK, like this is where I'm at. This is where my brain is at. This is where your brain is at let's continue to move along this journey as unique, diverse humans that we have always been. So I see a lot of unity coming through the experience of a lot of people um, being able to take mental mental health and, and mental illness and, and everything related to it um, a little bit more, I don't want to say serious, but like a little bit more like consistently, like it's becoming more of like an everyday awareness and, and we should be like mental health, you know, it's, it, for me, it, it's, it's like, it's 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 right up there with the same way that you would like brush your teeth or take a shower there's like a hygiene to it where for us we need to be able to check in and be able to say like you know like where is my mental health today and to have that self-awareness and i'll just say this one thing i'll pass over to wheezy one thing that for me has been um incredibly meaningful and perhaps others could talk more about this and is this basic idea that you know relatively speaking when it comes to mental health um there's something very meaningful in being able to take responsibility for, for you to be able to say like, oh yes, you know, like, like I am like, my brain is both the problem and the solution, so to speak, right? You know, it is, it is me who will get me out of this situation and no one else. And so sometimes that can be a little bit of a heavy thing to be able to acknowledge. And, and sometimes again, relatively speaking, it's not always the case, but the flip side of that is being able to look at it from the positive to being able to say like, you know, like, my brain has the ability to be able to transform neuroplasticity it is willpower in and it is you know practices that other people have developed there's a science to it and and i think just being able to have a community and supporting us and making that a daily routine where you know checking in on our, on our, our mental health collectively and, and as a community um is helping us kind of like maintain that process of balancing it and i think a lot of the balance also comes simply through the process of um feeling feeling connected and, and and having that sense of community because even in those days where things might not always be perfect or whatever just knowing that that community is there to be able to kind of like anchor into um for me has always been very very meaningful as well so i think you know disconnection in itself almost breeds um what we would recognize as an unbalanced mental health state um and simply by being in connection with community it actually like brings forth a balanced a more balancing, a regular routine of, of bringing more awareness to the practice of balancing one's mental health, whatever that means to them. So um, I guess I just kind of wanted to be able to jump in with that. I went a little longer when I sh when I intended to, but we'll we'll make sure we have enough time on the clock to at least go around one more time, but I won't be able to go too much past the hour. Wheezy, if you would like to go next, we can pass it over to you and welcome Wheezy, one of our newer leading members. When you're ready, go right ahead. Thank you, Brendan. Yeah, uh, great intro into what I kind of wanted to uh, discuss and, and link in with what everyone has been saying here. Um, thank you, everyone, for sharing such amazing um, insights. And uh, so pretty appropriately, I'm neurodivergent. <laughs> I have ADHD. I also have a comorbidity with OCD and a couple other related mental um, diagnoses. and. Um, I think what everyone is saying is really leading me to um, that connection between what Campton had brought up medication before and then um, those neural pathways. And I think it's really that duality of looking at both, right? And so medication for most mental illness is not a cure, right? It's not going to just make your 
OCD go away, right? It's a it's something that actually just helps you manage the symptoms. And so it is really important to also focus on um, those neural pathways and repeated actions to strengthen those pathways because um, that's how you will eventually um, manage your uh, symptoms to a point where it's where you feel like you're living a normal life or quote unquote normal, right? What's normal? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, that's that's kind of what I wanted to bring it into. And it kind of goes back to that practice that Campton mentioned of, um, you know, being able, and, and David also of it being a practice and it being a holistic practice. And then, so I just want to also add that um, I think Pinnock and Brendan both touched on this, but we do need to allow ourselves to not be perfect all the time, right? Not be on all the time. Um, it's just not sustainable. And so I actually experienced this yesterday. I had extreme um, executive dysfunction and I like literally couldn't do anything. And normally I would, I would fight it, right? I would be like, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna do things, I'm gonna do a chore. And I, I just like try to fight that um, executive dysfunction. And yesterday I actually just leaned into it and I just like, didn't do anything. I like meditated and I just like watched TV and like allowed my, cause that's kind of what I do when I have executive dysfunction is I just kind of zone out and I dissociate a lot. And I just like, I'll just stand in my living room staring at things. And so that, <laughs> so I kind of need something to like put my focus on and, and I just allowed myself to lean into it. And today I woke up, was so refreshed, so productive. I couldn't imagine how many things I got done by like noon today. I was like, wait, it's only noon. Like it feels like it's five o'clock already. So um, yeah, you need to give yourself that space to not be so perfect all the time and allow yourself to kind of lean into things when they are happening. Um, and then uh, really the best counselor I ever had, and this was before I even had any diagnoses, um, but he told me that I was so incredibly in tune with myself and aware, and that really helped me gain confidence in myself and my feelings, to know that my feelings were not um, invalid. And so I think uh, what Brendan was saying about community and everything is really important because having that support there to tell you like, hey, you're not like, you know, making things up or like, blowing things out of proportion. You're, you're having a perfectly valid reaction here. Um, and even not like just having support for, for when you're having a, a, a very emotional reaction, because that happens too. And, and um, allowing yourself to feel those feelings and not um, force yourself to say, like put yourself down for feeling that way. Um, and then I'll just wrap it up real quick here. One final thing is, um, another thing I would really put myself down for is, um, like th this brings it back into the, the body as well and, and health in the body. Um, and I know that, you know, when I eat well, you know, eat more fruits and vegetables and proteins, um, and even carbohydrates, like I, you, our bodies need carbs to, to function. And so, um, I, I will struggle sometimes to eat healthy, but um, I've, I've come to realize that I need to allow myself to not get down on myself about buying like convenience foods, like such as like uh, 
cut up vegetables at the grocery store or um, like crackers and cheese, right? Or something that's just like, that's really easy to eat, but is like not unhealthy. It's not, typically if I don't allow myself to have those things in my apartment, then I'll end up eating like fast food all the time. And it's just like, and then I really start seeing myself spiral downwards into that. Like um, I, a lot of my um, symptoms come out a lot stronger. And so, you know, it's, it's allowing myself to not, it's allowing myself to look for those conveniences when it fits, when it fits for me and not um, putting myself down too much for it and having those stigmas. It's kind of, you need to like break up those social stigmas and, and do what is best for you and your highest self. So I'll just end with end with that, and also um, yes, what Brendan was saying. I am looking to create kind of a community for neurodivergent individuals who maybe feel like um, they don't have a space to kind of share uh, some of their ideas and their, um, uh, especially when it comes to spirituality and how we maintain our mental health. And so um, I will be starting work on that uh very soon so if you want to you can find me it's wheezy for sheezy is my instagram handle you can just follow me and i'll i'll uh, start putting blasts out there soon enough um and it's just how it sounds and i'm sure brendan will tag us and stuff like that so i'll just put that out there if anyone wants to connect with me um i'm totally open to that and yeah it was great to hear from everyone thank you so much for this space Thank you. Thank you, Eloise, aka okay, Wheezy. And uh, again, for those of you looking to connect with Wheezy, I'll put her Instagram handle into the show notes on YouTube so you can find it there. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye open for that. The updates for the for those events will be posted through the Paradigm Shift Central weekly schedule. So if you're not in our Discord, a uh, great reason to be on our Discord, but you can also find that same schedule through ParadigmShiftCentral.com. Uh, one thing I just want to be able to mention here and then um, Dancer, we can pass it over to you and then Julia will pass it over to you and then we'll just go through one last time, but it, we will have to wrap up all no later than 15 minutes past the hour. So if you guys can just be mindful of that. Um, one thing I was going to say real quick and, and, um, and, and Dancer, I'll bring you back up here just one second. Um, one thing I was going to say real quick, and this is actually going off what Eloise was saying, you know, mental health and gut health, like that conversation there, like is so, so, so important. I know for one, that's a big, big, like kind of, I notice that. I notice that if I haven't been eating well, like I'll, I'll notice it will affect my mental state and everything like that. Um, and in the same way, um, even for me today, just like having that extra intention to be able to bring a little bit more movement into my body, which I already mentioned. But one thing I'll just share to this morning that actually kind of helped me. Like I, I had the intention like the day before to be able to be like, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna like, I'm gonna get a lot done tomorrow. Like that's my intention. And this morning, I actually kind of did something a little bit different when I woke up this morning. It was interesting. I, I just kind of took more time to lay there in my bed. And I basically like, like, I almost like you can almost call it prayer. Like it, it was almost a form of prayer. Prayer would be like almost kind of um, what you can think of it as, which is weird because within like the spiritual kind of conscious community, we, we the concept of what prayer represents, we don't. Like we, we often clump that in with the idea of like, you know, like, oh, creating affirmations, da, 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 da. but what it was, what it was, and whether I call it prayer or not, that's totally fine. It's not the label that counts, but it was the practice of just taking that extra moment just to be able to just kind of like in my mind, just be like, be like, thank you universe. I'm so grateful for this beautiful day ahead of me. I'm just opening my love. To, I was just having a conversation with myself, like in my head, but as, as if I was like, kind of like talking to God or something like that. Um, but it was really just kind of like taking a moment to really just kind of like connect with the, with the 
kind of like the the sacredness of life and and to also be able to reconnect with my intention for today um for the day and i just noticed that that little extra like honestly like mental health wise practical tip the first like 5 10 15 minutes of your day if you can create a little routine for you a little practice that holographically affects the rest of your day so whether that includes exercise journaling some sort of mental exercise a meditation whatever the case may be um that for me i, I just experience that say i'm like oh like i don't know like sometimes i just get up and i just get going but for some reason today i just i did that and whether i call it prayer is kind of secondary but it was just like a moment to myself to kind of like align with gratitude and intentions and it wasn't like a meditation i was just thinking anyways let's keep things rolling along here i appreciate everybody being a part of today's circle and again we'll go through one more time just to be able to make sure that everybody else has a chance to be able to add in um dancer if you want to join back up again please feel free to do that and we'll just test your microphone and then julia we can pass it over to you uh, as soon as we are ready there so dancer if you want to come up on stage that's totally fine if you prefer to listen that's totally fine um we'll just take one more second here and then julia if you're ready we can pass it over to you as well so uh we'll pass over to julia and then dancer if you did want to come up the invitation's there so julia thank you so much for being here and uh when you're ready go ahead and share how do we balance our mental health and just any perceptions and, and ideas related to mental health that you feel called to share welcome julia Thank you. Um, can you guys hear me? Can you hear me okay? I've been having problems with my microphone. Is it okay? Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for holding space. And I'm so excited to be back. Um, and um, congratulations on um, going to be a dad. I'm really excited for you. Um, so thank you so much again. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, when I heard the news, it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, this is Star Child. Um, so well, I just wanted to um, chime in. I just love everything that everybody's sharing. Thank you for being honest about what helps you. And um, I think that mental health has definitely been stigmatized and uh, just talking about it, this is helping, right? This is what we should be doing. We're helping each other feel comfortable in our own mental health, but also encouraging other people to think about seeking help if they need it and also normalizing talking about it. So that's wonderful stuff. Um, and one of the things that I really wanted to share is um, knowing that trauma, I feel like we all experience some sort of trauma it could happen when we're an infant, when we're in adolescence and um, at any point in time in our life it could have happened yesterday. Um, and just knowing that trauma itself isn't the event. So I think a lot of people think, oh, I, like I, I, I couldn't have been trauma because it wasn't this big thing like this on the news or something like that. But trauma isn't necessarily what is the event that happened to you. It's how it affects you, like how we're emotional beings. And so when something affects us deeply, that emotional toll it takes on us is the trauma. And so I just wanted to let people know, like just when I learned this, it was like, oh, my goodness, I wish everybody could hear this and feel OK. And knowing that that pain that you feel, that emotional turmoil that that sadness, it doesn't have to come from something super big. I feel like trauma, it's that word kind of brings up the idea that something really, 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 really bad had to happen to you. And that's not the case. Sometimes if we're a kid, something that's traumatic to an adult, it's just a little bit different. So I just wanted to, to put throw that out there, that that has a big thing um, to do with mental health that stigmatizes, oh, you're you're okay that little thing that happened to you that's not a big deal how could that have hurt you well it could have uh, we're emotional beings there's so many things that we go through in our life and when something happens to us it 
of course we're going to be emotional about it. That's that's why we're here to experience emotions and be together. And um, so the other thing that I wanted to say is just don't beat yourself up. I, we all beat ourselves up. And so it's really important to celebrate yourself in the movie soul. Um, there's that, those, um, when something, when someone was like, I, I'm just imagining the the vision of like somebody who's like mumbling and like repeating something over and over and over. And I think that happened to 22, um, that kind of spiraling into this negative talk and that that kind of signifies uh, depression or um, going into this turmoil of beating yourself up. And we all do that at some point and pulling ourselves out of that and celebrating ourselves to celebrate yourself. You have to forgive. And I think forgiveness is one of those things that we can all do for ourselves and also for other people too. Um, but more importantly for ourselves, because that's going to help you pull yourself out and celebrate you. And I just want to share um, two more things. Um, drinking water is a really great way to pull yourself out of that because when we are in our mind and we're constantly thinking about something, um, we're not in our body. And so when you take a sip of water, you have to be in your body to swallow the water. So just taking a sip kind of like if I've been crying for a long time and I take a drink of water, it kind of calms me down and I'm able to sit back and hold space for myself and be there present. Um, and then another really beautiful thing, this is my last one, um, just to give time for everybody else is um, when you're in a space where you're just kind of in this negative um, self-talk or you're um, feeling guilty about something that happened or um, reliving a trauma, this is a really cool technique is to um, imagine a cartoon character. Um, think of some somebody, um, some character, like for me, I think of Winnie the Pooh, um, that doesn't have any negative association whatsoever, like nothing, it doesn't remind you of anything bad. So like a really happy cartoon character or um, a funny person um, that brings back happy memories to just sit with that and just play their voice just for like 30 seconds, just imagine what they're saying. And immediately that kind of pulls you into a space of, um, it's not to dismiss what you're experiencing, but if you're so caught up and you're so torn up to kind of remind yourself, like there is happiness, there is other emotions that I can experience. And, um, and so that's a beautiful way of uh, drawing yourself out. And um, so, yeah, it was a lot of information really fast, but I just wanted to give time for everybody else. And um, forgiveness is so, so important. And um, sharing space like this is, too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Julia, so much. And again, just so grateful for everybody here. I know this is one of those discussions that we could keep going on and on about. And and with any of these circle discussions, this is a conversation that we always do encourage people listening to be able to continue, you know, talk to your family members, talk to your friends about this, whether it be this specific question, hey, how, how do you balance your mental health? How, how do we balance our mental health? Let's talk about mental health, you know, encouraging you to continue these conversations with uh, at those, you know, even further. Those of you, uh, again, those of you who look and connect um, with Julia, who just most recently spoke, uh, you can find Julia on Instagram at hoy.yun, H-O-Y period Y-U-N. And again, we'll include her link as well as everybody else in the show notes. Uh, Dancer, welcoming you back on stage. Again, we'll just keep an eye on the time and we'll give you a chance to be able to share. And then we'll go around one more time and uh, just have some closing notes from everybody involved. Dancer, if you just want to just test your microphone, just go ahead and just say hello real quick and welcome. Hello. 
hello hello welcome all right dancer welcome on stage and welcome into today's circle and please when you're ready and again just be mindful of the time what would uh you like to share related to today's topic um yes uh yeah my my audio went all cattywampus that's why i had to reset everything um so yeah mental health been dealing with it or all my life it's sometimes i try to think of them as like gifts like like anxiety like it's um it's evolutionary it it's what told us not to like maybe like throw rocks at that thing with really pointy teeth um and now but in in today's world with all the loud sounds and uh just so much stuff going on it gets to the point where it can be overwhelming um something that so yeah my my diagnoses span most of the most of the categories everywhere from personality disorders to mood disorders to anxiety disorder to trauma disorder and executive dysfunction disorder so um uh it's a lot to uh to cope with on a daily basis but one thing that has helped me um i don't know i kind of ignore the people who are like why are you taking meds um to me before i started taking medication it was like i was drowning in the ocean um and medication was like a life raft but now i'm on the life raft still in the middle of the ocean and so i can't rest on the laurels of hey, now I'm relatively stable because I probably could have if I would just sit in my house and play video games. I probably could just, just take meds and do that, but that's that's not how life works. That not, that's not how I want to live my life. Um, every day I do my best, and my best every day looks different. Um, some days it's all I can do to get out of bed and get dressed and go to work, and then I'll come home and and just exist like not do anything crazy um but maybe not dip, get my dishes done in my house and i've learned just to i just slowly chip away at it it's like eating elephant one bite at a time um one big way that i balance my mental health is i don't use alcohol or drugs um Aside from caffeine, which drinking caffeine with an anxiety disorder is somewhat of an extreme sport. Uh, <laughs> um, and and I, I, I use nicotine as well. Um, but anything that um, comes in a bottle or a bag, uh, I don't. Um, at first, I thought it was a solution. Um, and then I realized the cost to my spiritual self and the uh, my emotional growth stagnated for what was it seven, eight years. Um, and it just it took over my life and I wasn't I wasn't progressing. I wasn't I wasn't learning. I wasn't I wasn't even living. I was just existing all the time, every day for years. Um, and so that's a big part of, like, it's not, 
it's not the perfect panacea, but it makes everything else easier. Same with Mets. Um, and then two big things, the last two things, um, two big things on a daily basis that I either like use or whatever. Um, so, uh, boundaries, um, I'm big on boundaries, uh, because I don't expect the world to cater to my traumas and my triggers. But if the people that know and love me know what triggers me and what doesn't, um, they at least can uh, help me. Um, plus, it, it's just uh, boundaries have helped my self-esteem, which is another big component of my mental health. Um, because I don't take... I don't, can I swear? I don't take shit from anyone anymore, or at least I try not to. Um, and so, and healthy boundaries is just, I don't know, my brain's kind of scattered today, but yeah, boundaries. And then um, communication. Communication is huge. Um, reaching out is a huge part of um, my journey because I can't do this alone. Um, humans are social creatures. Um, and uh, everyone has like even I have a couple friends who, aside from addiction, aren't neurodivergent. Um, addiction is neurodivergence, but um, but they've almost they've had some of the best advice because they don't have <laughs> they don't have any like preconceptions over like about living with with uh, like dysregulation <laughs> and so it's like oh wow that's actually really simple that i never thought of um it also helps um communicating my expectations um an uncommunicated expectation is just a resentment waiting to happen um and i don't know i think some people like are like don't have expectations and it's like no it's really hard to not have expectations ever but If you don't, if you don't communicate that, hey, punctuality is important, and then suddenly your friend's like thirty minutes late, and they're like, "Whoa, why are you pissed at me?" Like, that's not fully their fault because they didn't know. Um, like I'm a big planner, and so, um, I, <laughs> it can get interesting when people like are just kind of lackadaisical with, um, timing. Um, but that's also something I have to accept. And that's the last thing. Sorry, okay. Make it really quick, like, less than a minute. Acceptance. Accepting is a huge thing. Like, probably bigger than those other two. Because there's a lot of stuff that I can't control. I have power over five things in my life. My words, my actions, my manners, my attitudes, and... <laughs> Why can't I... I... Ah, oh, man... That's awful. I hate when this happens. I forget it. Um, but you see where I'm going. It's like, I don't have control over the guy that cut me off. I don't have control over the girl who uh, uh, said no to going out to dinner. Um, and so 
there's either two choices at that point. Either I just agonize and suffer, and at that point I'm choosing to suffer, or I accept that it is what it is, and acceptance isn't, like, saying something okay. But... It, it it allows me to take my power back and work on me because I only have control over me. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for letting me speak. Thank you. Thank you, Dancer. And, and again, just everybody here, thank you so much for being a part of today's discussion. A lot of beautiful perspectives and experience that we've been able to bring into the circle. Um, again, I... Like I said, I'd love for this to just keep, kind of keep on going. And, and, and honestly, I, I do encourage others in the community, especially, you know, leading members, if you guys feel called to create circles of your own that are related to topics of mental health, especially, uh, again, within this week and, and weeks to follow related to this week being Mental Health Awareness Week, uh, please, by all means, do so. You know, I think, again, this conversation is one that will just continue to be branched out beyond this moment. What we'll do now, though, we will just go around um, just for closing thoughts. And, and so if everyone can maybe just give like maybe like 30 seconds to a minute, that'd be great. And then we will wrap it up there. And um, just practical tips that I just want to be able to put in, you know, I, again, I think the simple things make such a big difference. So when we're checking in with ourselves, you know, it really comes down to, you know, like just like how is our diet? How is our sleep? How is our sunlight? Social interaction? Are we drinking enough water? Exercise? those things and again i know you've heard me mention this before but like those things sometimes they often get overlooked um i think before we're kind of like trying to fully diagnose ourselves with xyz relatively speaking um again you know it might just be one of those things where it's just kind of like okay well you know what like i'm going to try going for a walk around the block and get some fresh air and then just kind of like notice how much of a difference that can make so i think with any of our, our mental health wherever we are uh, I think it's always important to know that there is always a move you can make. And, and that for me is a very empowering thing. And, and then it's just a matter of equipping ourselves with that awareness to what, to know what those moves are and to know which moves work better for, for us. And, and, and everybody's going to kind of find their own ways of being able to, to navigate that. So it's a personal relationship. Carly, I know you joined in real quick. So if you want to jump in um, as, as kind of any closing thoughts and, and uh, anything else you would like to please uh, like to share, please, by all means, go ahead and do so. So Carly, if you want to join in uh, now, go ahead and do that. And then we'll just go around one more time. Carly, hold on, Carly. I'm not sure if we're getting audio through your microphone, even though I can see you're unmuted. So in, didn't this happen once before? We might have to do the thing where you might have to like join and re leave and rejoin. So. Um, we'll give Carly two seconds to be able to do this. And again, for everybody here, uh, we do these paradigm shift circles Wednesdays, 4 p.m. EDT. And uh, stay tuned. There's lots of other events happening within the community as well. So Carly, try again. And hopefully it works this time. Yes, there we go. Yeah, we are. Okay, cool. All right, Carly, go, go ahead. And then we'll do some closing thoughts right after this. Um, I feel like this is such an important topic. And I feel like this almost comes back to every topic we talk about because you know, if our mind isn't in the right place, we can't, we can't really help people. You know, if our, if we're not being present in our own lives, then we're not going to be able to be present in everyone else's lives. So um, I love what everyone said. I don't have much to add because I know that it is <laughs> the end of our time, but um, no, I'm glad I got to jump in when I did. I came on right at 444 and I thought, how divine. So I'm glad I got to hear you guys um, always love to, you know, know what's going on and um how other people are handling it. For me, community, when you said the thing about how community is really the biggest helper, I completely agree with that 100%. 
Um, and for, you know, most people's mental health, this uh, pandemic has really been hard because it really has separated us all um, and kind of made us have to feel as though we're going it alone. So I do love these um, these communities, this, these circles, you know, just these discussions that we get to have because it keeps us all remembering how we're so much more similar than we are different. So um, grateful for all of you. Uh, keep doing it. Keep doing the work. Keep giving yourself that time um, to not be thinking, you know, to not have to worry about your mental health, to just breathe, to meditate, to give yourself a break and show yourself the compassion that, you know, we're so willing to show others. So that's about all I had. I just, um, just am grateful for all of you and you've gotten me through some difficult times in my own mental health journey. And, um, you know, I'm trying to share it more authentically now, more vulnerably, um, connecting back to that, that root that I've been, you know, neglecting for so long. So it's been, it's been great. It's been really great to have you all. So thanks for, thanks for letting me speak. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you again, Carly. Um, one more thing I'll just mention before we wrap it up is, you know, just to simplify it, I think a lot of how we balance our mental health is it is the journey of to know thyself, nasate ipsum. Oftentimes it brings us back to this. But again, within that specifically, it's also our ability to be able to evolve our awareness, to be able to identify our needs. And so I think at any point, you know, whether whether or not you're feeling like you're having a good day or a bad day to just constantly be in this conversation with not just your body, but your mind with your gut and your soul to just be able to think like, what do I need? You know, cause those are all different questions. What does my mind need? Oh, maybe my mind needs to rest. What does my gut need? Oh, maybe my gut needs good food. What does my soul need? Oh, maybe my soul needs to be able to spend some time in nature or talk to a good friend or something like that. So I think when we can develop this habit of constantly being able to check in with our needs, that in itself helps us balance. Because again, I think when we find ourselves out of balance, quote unquote, whatever that means, I think it comes when those needs aren't being met. You know, we're just like, oh, I feel like crap. Why? Why? You know, like there's an answer to that question. And then I think um, even as, as as Dancer was saying, you know, sometimes the solution is, is, is it, it's not about how fast you go. It, it's oftentimes even just the idea of just kind of like like one little thing can be a big, big stepping stone towards something bigger. So, um, you know, just being able to find those little habits and those routines, even if it is, you know, just kind of like doing the dishes or giving a friend a call or just going out for a walk and then just kind of like building things as you go. So the little needs are often the big needs uh, as well. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. So how aware are you are of your needs, mental, your physical and your spiritual, your soul needs as well? Let's go around one last time and then we'll wrap it up here. We've gone a little bit past our, our normal time limit, but that's okay. Given the theme is uh, again, a very important one. Whoever would like to go next, just go ahead and blink your microphone real quick. Campton will pass it over to you and maybe we'll just kind of go in the order we, we originally went in. So Campton, any closing thoughts and gratitude? Go right ahead, dude. Thank you. Thank you again, Brendan, for setting this space up. It's an incredibly important job and I'm glad you're here to fill it. Um, and grateful for everybody's shares that for a lot of people here, it's taken in a great amount of courage. And um, I really appreciate your uh, trust and camaraderie here. And I really love the community vibes or, or the mention that community is an essential ingredient. And absolutely. And with all essential, essential ingredients, we still need them in moderation. You know, we don't want too much of one thing. We don't want to bank all of our happiness in one ball that's in the air. I mean, we want to have many balls in the air, not just two and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, my, my main thing, I guess, in closing thoughts is 
um, affect your body. You know, this is an experiment as verifiable as the sixth grade science experiment where you put the baking soda and vinegar, vinegar together. There are things that you can actually do to your body that, um, and that improve it, that improve the quality of your, your mental health without having to defeat the inner dialogue, right? You can transcend the inner dialogue by not giving it any weight and then making your physical body feel good, thereby, thereby um, propagating more positive thoughts, right? You can notice that immediate effect. And once you do, it kind of brings on the spiritual awakening. Wow, my thoughts were entirely based on my mood, and I just ran, and now I feel great, and now I want to have a great day, you know? Just that, that concept and, and the initial uh, thrust to try to get to that um, area in your life where you're willing to do that 15-minute thing that's very difficult for you and completely... Um, you know, is against how you've always been. I mean, that's, that's all it is. You, it starts with 15 minutes. It starts with 15 minutes of something that permanently affects your body so that you can prove to yourself that there's another side to this mental health stuff. And, you know, uh, hugs and uh, DMs with your, with your buddies, that's, that's the way to go. Um, yeah, so I love you all. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for your ear and, um, and your, your, your courage and, and trust. Um, yeah, I love you all deeply. Thank you. Thank you again, Campton. Uh, Faye, we'll, we'll pass over to you. One thing I did just want to mention re real quick, um, again, just because we're kind of putting everything in la last minute here, um, was this idea that, you know, when we can condition ourselves to be able to get into the habit of doing things that may be a little bit more difficult, this in itself becomes like a, a proactive way of balancing our mental health. You know, this is where people talk about the idea of cold showers being so important because again, you know, when you can kind of do that, it's also creating this relationship within your mind where those little obstacles actually become something that you associate with like, you know, freedom in victory, so to speak. So that's where, you know, like preemptively, if you can make that routine of getting your mind comfortable with leaning into the things that may be a bit challenging for you, such as, um, again, the, the, the healthy stress too, such as like exercise, such as cold showers, such as fasting, such as going to sleep at a different time, such as, you know, whatever the case may be for you, doing a little chore to tidy things up. Um, even just that, you know, like tidying your space for everyone here, I would encourage all of us give our space a quick tidy today because your physical space is a reflection of your mental space and your mental space is a reflection of your physical space. So that's a quick hack right there. Clean your physical space and you'll instantly notice you'll be like, oh, okay, things feel a little bit clearer in my mental space. So you are your space, right? Anyways, let's pass over to Faye. Faye, if you'd like to spiel in some closing thoughts and gratitude, please, by all means, go ahead. And then uh, after that, David will pass it over to you. So go ahead, Faye, whenever you're ready. And thank you again. Sometimes it takes Faye's microphone a second. Faye, um, are you, <clears throat> if you're speaking right now, we're not hearing you, just um, try joining and rejoining. Sometimes it does that, but it might just take a second. So right now we can't hear you. <clears throat> so you might have to join and rejoin. <clears throat> and if need be, we can pass over to David and then come back to you, but we'll just give it two more seconds here for Faye to be able to rejoin. Sometimes Discord does this, it's not a big deal. And uh, yeah, thank you again, everyone. So Faye's gonna jump up on stage and we'll give it one more quick go and then after that we'll, we'll keep passing the talk and stick around and uh yeah excited to be able to to know that people are going to be listening to this discussion in the future so Faye, go ahead try your microphone again okay i'm not sure if it's working maybe it was i'm not sure if you maybe switched headphones or something like that um, we'll give you a chance to figure that out. David, if you'd like to go next, we'll, we'll pass over to you and then Faye, just jump in at any point just to test your microphone and, and we'll make sure we can get it figured out to the best of our ability. 
Oh, now we might got it. Of course, that's how it always works. Faye, go ahead, tr try saying something. Um, okay, so thank okay, you, first of all, for having me. Go ahead, yep. Okay, got me. <laughs> all right, thank you everyone for having me here today. And um, so my closing statement is pretty simple. Check in with your body, check in with your emotions, ask yourself why you're feeling that way. And if you're finding yourself in a state of dissociation or you can't function, you can't do what you need to do, sometimes just taking a 15-minute nap will help you reset your body, reset your mind. So just kind of take you out of the space that you're in, wake up feeling more refreshed. If you have to set an alarm, if you tend to sleep deep or heavy or long, you know, do that. I found that in my process of awakening, taking naps, has been a huge part of improving my mental health. And especially when I work with people and I do any kind of healing on people. And I, if I feel like I need to kind of, cause I do clearings and stuff after, before, after, and in between healing, sometimes I have to take a quick 15 minute nap to kind of reset my operating system. So that's a big recommendation that I can give to everybody. And my closing thoughts is, you know, take that nap if you need it. Don't tell yourself I have too much to do. I don't have time to take a nap. Sometimes your body needs to rest and reset. And the other thing that I wanted to say that kind of goes along with what Brennan was saying earlier is challenges and obstacles are a huge part of our growth. They give us the opportunity to climb a ladder into the next timeline potential. They get us out of that comfort zone. Comfort, Like I said, comfort zones are important. They're great, but you can't stay in that comfort zone or you'll keep repeating everything within that comfort zone. So be willing to take that step out, look at the challenge, look at the obstacle as if it was a ladder that launches you into that next higher timeline potential. Wonderfully said. Thank you, Faye. We'll keep things moving along. David, if you'd like to go next, go ahead. And again, we'll be wrapped up here in a minute. Go ahead, David. What up, B? Thanks so much for having me again, man. Y'all, this has been really exciting. Appreciate listening to everybody. It's been really great. Uh, just some closing ideas as far as what you know, I found useful in my life is uh, maybe piggybacking on something Brendan hit on, which is starting tomorrow today. Found that really, really useful before I go to bed, uh, checking in and getting an idea about, you know, setting an intention about the next day. And then also before I get out of bed, also uh, kind of moving from a state of imagination about uh, how I want the day to go. Uh, also, uh, I'm a big fan of a, a sort of morning adventure that involves, uh, like Brendan said, cold showers, also waking up uh, and having a uh, an initiated meditation, I find to be incredibly useful um, in uh, feeling from a state of being that's uh, a bit more uh, grounded. Um, and then also, just finally, the last thing I want to share is that, uh, you know, uh, in my life, I found that that, that labels have been incredibly useful. Uh, neurodivergent ADHD, all those things have been incredibly great. And there's nothing like uh, discovering them after you felt um, wrong for an extended period of time. I do want to uh, offer something that I, that I found also to remember, uh, which is useful in my life, which is that that label is uh, meant to point us in the direction of, um, you know, ways that we can help ourselves and change and to be mindful of when we allow those labels to turn into a limitation about what we can't do. And to know that at the end of the day, we aren't the labels. Uh, we're so much more than that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you again, David. We'll, we'll keep things rolling here. Pinox, if you would like to go next, go ahead and jump right in. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Brendan. And thank you everyone else for just sharing your amazing wisdom and insights. And um, I'll keep mine short and sweet and just say, you know, allow yourself to be honest and be present with yourself and hold no judgment. And if you feel called to do something, allow yourself to try it. And if you feel stuck, allow yourself to hold space for that and get curious about it and see where you can go. And always remember that it's okay to be gentle with yourself. And I'm going to just back up phase nap suggestion. Those are always beautiful. So sending everybody lots and lots of love for their day and all the support for this. You know, you, you're more powerful than you may realize and um, you can make it through anything. Thank you all so much. And I'm just sitting my life. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you again, Kristen. Um, one thing I'll just say, and then I'll pass over to Julia is again, you know, I think it's so important to take those times to be able to, I've, I've talked about this in my meditation to like fill your cup with love is a way I put it, but this can be thought of as the same way as kind of like to take a moment to like plug into spirit, to connect with spirit, you know, to connect with that, that like inner you. Um, that for me, I think is something that often gets kind of overlooked. And again, there's a lot of different ways to do that, but it can be as simple as just like taking, taking 10 breaths, again, taking that time out in nature, listening to music, whatever the case may be. I think oftentimes like what we experience as, as quote unquote illness is again, kind of like this like disconnection from our own awareness to spirit. Um, which again is almost a, a, another conversation in itself. Uh, Julia, when you're ready, please feel free to go ahead and then I'll just do the closing notes after that and then we'll be done for today. So Julia, go ahead and share any closing thoughts and gratitude. Okay, awesome, thank you. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, so I just want to um, just say that, um, you know, sometimes when we get so um, stuck in our thoughts and um, really feel like we're drowning, um, that it, I think the best portrayal was in Seoul when they have like that dust bubble kind of going around them and they're kind of just mumbling and saying the same thing over and over and just kind of repeating stuff that having a, a list, so a list of a help list of things that um, because when we get stuck in that in that space, it's really hard to pull ourselves out. So having a list of things. So people um, have shared so many great ideas on this podcast. So um, I I would even save this video and play it and um, make a reminder. Like if I ever feel really stuck, I can listen to this video and um, hear all these really great ideas and. Sometimes when we hear something, when we're in a good space, we kind of are like, oh, yeah, I already knew that. But um, we kind of forget when we're in a space where um, we're really struggling. So, um, yeah, making a list of things, you know, that make you feel good and remind you of why you should be celebrated. All those kinds of things are so, so important. And um, yeah, so that's what I'd love to share. Thank you so much for um, holding the space. Thank you. Thank you again, Julia. And again, even just as we're talking here, I'm just like, oh, there's still like, there's still like 50 more things that I want to talk about today. Um, one thing I was just going to say, and again, this is just a, a keynote is to, to be aware of like what our media diet is. This is obviously very important. Um, I think, again, this is something that a lot of us kind of uh, find ourselves, quote unquote, falling victim to. 
But if you do find yourself just kind of like browsing through certain threads and channels, which again, is just kind of like spewing a lot of, uh, again, both the awareness, but then also kind of like the heavier fear-based emotions of the world and everything like that, um, just be aware of that. So, so again, not to say, hey, don't do that. But at the same time, you know, with what Julia was saying, find those things within your reality that you can make sure you're balancing out your quote unquote diet with your, your engagement, your media diet with the things that are going to nurture you and inspire you. And, and I think having those um, things that we do in our community, the, the events, the ongoing events is something to look forward to is always really, really meaningful knowing that, you know, we're all here to learn together. And, and that's kind of how it goes. It's like a helix. We kind of like come together, we go out, we learn, we experience, we have good days, we have bad days, but then we come back. And I think at the end of the day, going back to what the theme of this discussion is, how do we find balance? Like it is just in the process of surrendering to the process of going out and coming back, going out and coming back and, and giving yourself that place to come back to, you know, finding that home within your heart, finding that, that move that you can make as we were referring to it as, and finding that community that you can connect to. And, and you don't always need a community. I think, um, again, to be able to, to navigate um, mental health within a way that, that sometimes is the solo journey, uh, is a part of it. And, and there will be times where we'll be a little bit of both. But yeah, I think this is, again, this has been a great discussion. There's obviously more to talk about. And, and I encourage everyone, again, to just continue this discussion even further with people that they know. Um, one thing I was going to mention, uh, a good money, good buddy of mine who's not in this discussion right now, but I did just want to mention to him, um, Chris Wiley. Some of you have heard me uh, mention him before. He's been on some other broadcasts. He'll be on future one. Uh, he's a buddy of mine, and he's gone through his own journey of like dealing with anxiety and depression when he was younger. And then he dedicated himself to like studying the neuroscience field of things and then also the spirituality and um, he actually specializes in like transforming people's brains from like the neuroscience and using the tools but also like the internal and the external practice so the western and the eastern practice if that's something you guys are interested in um, you can feel free to connect with with chris chris wiley official on instagram and uh, even just send me a direct message and i can connect you with him and let you know let him know that you found him through me but yeah he's He's a really great guy, but again, there's so many amazing people out there and, and I just encourage you to, again, you know, look for those resources that are gonna be helpful for you. Everybody's got their own needs. And again, just as we've kind of just said, being able to accept, being able to release shame, being able to destigmatize, um, being able to heal. There, there's a lot of healing that's taken place simply by us having this discussion. And, and I think, uh, again, what we're doing here is much bigger than, than you know, the people who are tuned into this alone. So uh, just again, wrapping this up, thank you so much everyone for being part of this circle. Uh, be sure to tune in for future Paradigm Shift Circles. You can participate on our Discord on Wednesdays, 4 p.m. EDT. And keep an eye open because we're gonna get to the point where there will be other circles popping up that will be hosted by other members and other time slots where we're doing a lot of upgrades in the community. Uh, for any of the leading members who are tuned into this right now, if you guys feel inspired to host some Paradigm Shift Circles at a time slot that's maybe a little bit different, let me know. Um, we can do that. They don't always have to be recorded. But again, there's lots more happening through the community. Uh, if you guys want to get involved as a member, join our Patreon member and that will give you access within the Discord and again, access to additional private events and help you support your events and content through the community as well. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. And again, be sure to follow and uh, maybe even just like rate uh, the Paradigm Shift Radio podcast on Spotify. And you can find all the recordings on YouTube Skull Babylon as well. So 
Thank you again, everyone, so much for being a part of this discussion. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I always feel inspired by being able to, to honor the time and the space that we create here together. So uh, for everybody here who's on stage, please feel free to join me in um, saying thank you and farewell and wave at your camera to all the other people who have joined in us today. So feel free to unmute your mics, everyone. And we'll just say farewell. And until next time. So thank you, everybody. We love you guys. We love you guys. Waving at my camera. Bye. Wave, wave Bye. at the camera. Woo. Bye. I love you guys. Bye, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you again, everyone. Much love.